Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I'm not so swift on Canadian bacon, Sam. <laughs> welcome home. Happy to be back. For those of you who listened last week looking for all sorts of midnight hot takes, we recorded early. Sam was in Canada. Mm, very true, very true. Went from the, the old uh, uh, province of Montreal and the Quebec, and then I went over to New Brunswick, and then I ended up in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh. Yeah. Good yeah. times. Quite the traveler. Quite the traveler. In your new car. In my brand new car. I feel like that was a bit of a Price is Right moment. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm into it. Did they like you up in uh, Canada? They, uh... Do they appreciate the Sam I know? I feel like they, they definitely do in Halifax. Uh, it was my first time and their first time uh, for me in Quebec, and it was very interesting. Uh, I Did you make some friends? I made some friends. Are you married? I'm not married. No green card. Oh. No green card. It was all red cards up there. <laughs> it was good, though. It was a lot of fun. I loved uh, Halifax. It was great because I'm not... Uh, I, I have a very friendly personality, especially when I'm up there and I'm not working. You? And friendly? So I go into a bar and like I'll hang out there for an hour and then later that night if I'm walking by, they'll recognize me and be like, Sam, come back in. And at the same time I'm up there, the... Uh, the USS Gerald Ford was up there, Ooh. one of the world's largest aircraft carriers. And so I'd walk by a place that recognized me and they'd be like, Sam, there's all these Americans in here. Come meet some Americans. <laughs> I'm like, I do every day. All right, let's go. It was fun. How many people did you tell about our podcast? I told many. I told mm -hmm. a Welshman. I told some Americans. I told a lot of Canadians. The Halconians, the Halifax Comic Con convention attendees, not as interested in Taylor Swift as you might think as they're dressed up in their, uh, what's the new anime? Chainsaw Face, which apparently has taken the world by storm. News to me, but they did not really respond well to Taylor Swift. Other people were like, that seems interesting. You know what? Everyone has their nerddom. It's good for you that you're passionate about Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I am not passionate about Taylor Swift. So the Canadians think you're passionate about they Taylor think Swift? I'm very passionate. They think I I'm love this. I'm passionate about Taylor uh, Swift. So according to the Canadians, you're a fan. Uh, they're like, My work here is done. He raves about her. I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> raving mad because you think I'm a fan. I love this. Jason's, Jason's almost a fan. Almost. I'm a part-time lover. Mm. Mm. He's here for the new Taylor. I do have to admit that I did download a song on my computer from Miss Taylor Swift for the first time ever. It's Dr. Dr. Miss. Dr. Miss Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. <laughs> uh, Kate, I will give you $5 if you can name the first song that I played in my brand new car right. when I bought it and I was driving. Vigilante shit. No. Well, you know, you're lost. I'm never going to tell you now. It is. A, it was a Taylor Swift song. Oh God! It wasn't that song. Oh God! I didn't play "Shake It Off." I did All not. Right. I did nothing to shake it off about. You I was played a, a Taylor Swift song your first time. The in your, first. Well, now you have to tell us. Ten minutes all I, too well. I all to ten. I did not oh. play all, all to ten. ten. I did not play all to ten. Is it all too well? All too well. We call it all to ten. Oh okay. So all ten well too. Speaking of guys, she's going on tour, so we're going to get to do it together in a stadium of like sixty thousand people. <sighs> I know. So exciting. Did you, okay, so tickets have not been... Tickets are not on sale, but I had Loverfest tickets, mm -hmm. and I have a merch boost, okay. and I am comfortable that I will get tickets to at least one show. What other preparations have you done for this weekend event? Oh, so 
it's just like it's a lot of moving parts we have to get the tickets first and then we're going to decide what we want to do but like i've got my codes melissa's getting her codes Mm -hmm. then you've got the jills but melissa and i both have lover fest tickets Mm -hmm. so she's going for one day i'm going for the other plus i've got another Ticketmaster account that i'm using my boosts on plus we've got capital one cards for that pre-sale i i guess i'm i'm wondering how many possible weddings could you have ruined with your hotel bookings like the other taylor we didn't book a hotel because we figured we'd just stay in boston did you hear about i heard about what happened in foxborough actually the hilton waple or or was that a waple yeah waple did you hear about this uh over the weekend this happened four days ago the hilton outside of the arena had a Booked wedding that was booked months in advance with for, a room block for this date of somebody's wedding. Uh, Doctor Taz says she's doing three shows up there, and everyone starts storming the gates, being like, "We'd like a room for the weekend. We'd like a room for the weekend." And they call this woman or send her an email and say, "Hey, so your wedding uh, has been canceled. Here's your refund. Bye." Room block wedding. Room block, not her full wedding, just the room block. Oh, oh yeah. So you can hold your wedding here, but you don't have your rooms anymore. Which. Obviously, that did not fly, and they yeah. gave her her rooms back. Right. She's fine. But these these fans, the fandom, the randoms, fandoms. Um, I am telling you the amount of TikToks about girls being like, I don't care if Taylor Swift's tour affects like your wedding day if you can't go to Taylor's tour because you're getting married. I am not getting married. I am going. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm so excited. I'm sorry you guys can't You guys have are ruthless. Like ruthless, right? Am I am I wrong? Don't to say that. Say, don't look at me and say I mean, you guys. Okay, well, I'll, let me pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew who you were talking to. I don't think I'm ruthless. Do you think, Sam? Do you think that they are ruthless? I feel okay. If you have ever worked in a restaurant, uh, you might have had like you know, suit something came up. I got to go to a funeral, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Make sure you're here for your shift." That like that is not normal. That's what it seems like for Taylor Swift fandom of being like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my my daughter's gonna be born today, but I better make sure I'm at that concert. I mean, a baby born at a Taylor Swift concert sounds magical. What if you could choose any uh, any Doctor Tez song for your the water to break? Oh, to? We're not doing this. Do you know who is opening for Taylor on tour? I, I there's like six different people, seven different people for different shows, but uh, one of them is Girl in Red. I saw that. Is it's not it's not for not for Foxborough. Phoebe Bridges is at Foxborough yeah. and Gail. I'm so excited. I dig Phoebe. If it was Girl in Red, I would have been, I would have been like Kate. Sign me up because I want I want to watch. Oh. I want to go to a Taylor Swift concert to see Girl in Red, who is not Taylor um, Swift. Again, I mean this in the nicest possible way, but you're not on the list for tickets. That's perfectly fine. Don't worry, my wife's on the the bandwagon. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we're gonna have our own plans. No, you guys are gonna. Be watching from one of the Patriot Place things. You're going. Well, hold on. Wait, I'm confused. I thought you said I'm not on the list. Well, yeah, but we have to record from there. So you'll be there. You're just not going inside. Hold this wasn't on. Anne, Anne suggested. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Jason's, wait, wait, wait. Jason's wife, Anne. I'm not allowed at the concert, but I have to be at the concert. Yeah. We're, we're supposedly doing podcasts from the parking lot of Gillette Stadium. What KGBS are you pulling right now? <laughs> this is some this is some get smart. <laughs> for this? those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, if you feel that we need to be in the parking lot for three days to do our podcast Just and would two. like to be uh, guests on the podcast, please contact Kate. 
at your earliest convenience. So you do get a reprieve. I can't go to the Sunday show. I have another commitment. So just a Friday and Saturday. It's going to be so fun. So fun. I'll take a look at my calendar. Yeah, let me see what I can do. You know, I might not be able to get the days off. I might be up to work. I already cleared it with Ann. Well, you guys don't want to tell Ann. I get that you're going to tell me no, but no one wants to tell Ann no. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong we doing this week, folks? So, yeah. Don't want to cause any trouble right now. Yep. <laughs> don't want a, a, an iron <laughs> deficiency to, to pop up right now. Is there any more uh, Taylor news that we're going to talk about this week before we get into well, our We haven't song. even talked about how she, because we got caught into catching up on Sam, but all 10 of the top 10. Yep. First female to have, uh, first, first time a woman human. has been on. Uh, first human to have all 10. First human of all 10. First time a male has not, not been, been in the top 10 on her 10th album. Are there anything other than human? Yeah, I don't know yet. Prince, Bowie. They're not human? Don't mm, know. Elvis. Terrestrial? Elvis isn't dead. He just went home. Okay. <laughs> okay, so she had some she had all accolades 10. that she uh, crushed this week. Yeah, she, uh, sales. Uh, charting all of it and it wasn't all for midnights no it was all midnights it was all midnights all midnight songs mm-hmm. every song from midnight charted which is number one anti-hero mm-hmm. really and that's when she put the muscle behind it was the single for now you know your song did not i know not climb high i'm not sure what's wrong with them so, well, I mean, I'm drawing those cat eyes like nobody's business. I'm a big Lavender Hayes fan, Maroon. I was surprised Snow on the Beach went so high. Love Midnight Rain. Surprised Bejeweled didn't go higher. Question's great. You're on your own, kid. Karma's nine. I don't know. It's also great. Mm. So great. So speaking of, on one of the songs, it's like, you're on your own, kid. She mm-hmm. talks about making friendship bracelets. And now there's a fan movement. To make friendship bracelets and trade them at the concerts. <laughs> how fun is that? We're going to make Swift Talk ones. I hope you know how to make friendship bracelets. You have a project. I don't even know how to make friends. What do you, I have well, to learn how to make You make balloon arches, all right? Yeah. 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 You know, acquired skill from doing this podcast. <laughs> See? On the job training. The good news is I don't have a dance party planned, but we do have friendship bracelets to make. All right. Well, you know, give me time. And it's- you're going to have to figure out how to make them say the Swift Talk. Uh, yes, I will make these and then I'll teach them language and comprehension and then they will say this. They will verbally say this. No, the, yeah, perfect. I'm into it. We'll just get some microprocessors, some yeah, audio boxes. Just got to have some swag that you can hand out as you're waiting outside the concert. Again, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I don't like that that part of being like, Sam, we need you to be at the party. I was like, great. What am I like? What time do you want me to be there? Show up early because you're working coat check. What? It's not coat check. I just, you know, I'm worried about your hearing. Come again? Being fully surrounded by 60,000 Swifties screaming in your ear. They're not going to be screaming in my ear. Yeah, they're they will. They're be screaming to the heavens. They're not all going to be like, look yeah, at me. Yeah, but you're taller than most of us. This isn't like the pod people where they're going to recognize I'm not one of the indoctrinated. You're gonna be like, um, He's going to be like Jesus in a sea of Swifties. I, you know... I think this is for your safety. He said you're going to have a great time. He said Jesus, not Jesus. You're going to watch it from a bar. 
I, there's contingency plans. Okay. It's fine. All right, let me. I it's ha- going to be great. I can kick my feet up and drink scotch and just view. Right. And then converse when I want to converse. With dad. What song are we doing this week? We're doing Bad Blood. Oh, yeah. Of 1989. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, because like it sounds like there's going to be some. <laughs> <laughs> let's get uh, let's see how low my tea count is right now on this bad blood test the good news is it's also a remix which i never let you guys do that's very true very true dap 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 hey, dap dapping dabbing what's who, that called who is who is who's on the remix kendrick lamar oh yeah i'm a big kendrick fan this is so fun and i thought about making i always say this i thought about making you watch the music video which is so fun but I'll just send it to you and you can watch it at your leisure. Sure. And you can watch it at your leisure too. Honestly. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming most of the Swifties have seen it. But for you, Carmen, you have, oh, Carmen has seen it because we did it as a theme. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause and check out Bad Blood Remix version with Kendrick. We'll be right back. You know, if you probably would have started with this one and shake it off, we'd be Swifties by now. Yeah, dude, <laughs> this rolling the dice thing, man. Yeah. You should have stacked the deck. I didn't even have to well Sam, you guys, and yeah. we're already. Yeah, we're, don't bother with that. Skip. Let's skip that yeah. part. What we're, do you think, Sam? We're in sixty. What? Sixty three. Sixty three. Sixty four. I don't know. I've lost track. Sixty something. If, if you, yeah, if Shake It Off would have been episode two, and this would have been episode three, we would have had like a four podcast season, and we're like, all right, guys, we we did mission accomplished. Check. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been the aircraft carrier with the banner behind you and just been like, they're fans now, guys. They're fans. Um, I'm choking because I'm excited by how much you loved this. Well, it, so the only other uh, rappy, rap, 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 and Taylor Swift thing I've really seen was the jokey one where yeah. it was, um, uh, what they're like, they're jokingly editing yeah. out her voice. Who, who, what's, who was doing that song? Taylor did it. No, but it was Taylor and oh, gosh. Lil John. No, no, oh. Lil John. Yeah, it's it's this whole jokey rap one. Yeah, T Swizzle, T Pain, T Pain. Yep, and it I was like T-Pain. it was like yeah, it was it was goofy, it was fun, and then hearing this, and it was like not like it was uh, like you know I I know Taylor sings this, and like you hear that blood bad blood chorus, and then you just hear that Kendrick uh and the beat dropping behind it, very different style, but adjacent to her synth poppiness on this album, which is 89, 1989, yeah, which. Guess what's guess what song is on that album? Shake it off. You know I know. Episode two with a bullet. It, it just builds from there. It's funny because it's it's like a legit remix. It takes it into a different direction. Yeah. And it's it's great. It's so cool to me because okay. The excite I can't. No, I am okay. so look, like living my best life. This is the best day. I'm gonna, All right. I'm gonna yeah. try to no, I'm ready. condense as much as I can. Okay. No. Please. Talking with Peter and everybody, like the, like my friends at work be like, oh yeah, Sam is a Taylor Swift podcast. He loves Taylor Swift. I'm like, <laughs> I don't. And people will say like, well, why do you, what do you do? You've done a year of this podcast. I was like, I have all this information, which for me is cooler than the music sometimes or the person sometimes or the fandom most of the time. Like I just, it's cool that like, yeah, I've sunk in, I have to absorb everything. So 1989, it is a very pop synthy heavy album. Yeah. And this is being done and released at the end of 2014 2015 yeah and what is being worked on and going to come out at the beginning of 2015 to pimp a butterfly yeah two incredibly iconic yeah albums that both got a a ton of billboard recognition 
a lot of play, a lot of downloads, a lot of recognitions at the Grammys. Tippin Butterfly got 11 nominations. But he, for whatever reason, the Grammys do not love Kendrick. No, 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 no. He, he won Best Rap Album, and he could have won Best Album, but he, he won Best Rap Album, which has been, in a lot of ways, Grammys... I mean, Tyler, the creator, won best rap album one year. And he's like, this isn't a rap album. This is a pop album for Igor. Yeah. He was battling. He's like, cool. Thank you. But you totally don't know what album I just made. This is not rap. Kendrick, again, and the inspiration behind To Pimp Butterfly, he was in um, South Africa and he was visiting all these historic places that um, uh, one man, one vote. Shoot. um, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, like where he was in prison and. There's a lot to the story and the tapestry in the songs and where they go. We're going to be all right. Like there's there's songs on that that they, the uh-huh. videos, the lyrics hit you. And like I can see that and appreciate it and then like go back and be like, okay, Taylor Swift is doing a pop. No, you got to appreciate what she's doing. What's well, her she story? She beat him out. Yes. Taylor won the Grammy this year, that year against Kendrick. And I think they're going to go head to head again. Yeah. I can't wait because it's. I love that friendship. I love that collaboration i love it was very unexpected in the height of pop taylor Mm -hmm. she had just gone pop so now to throw out a remix with kendrick kind of like it's 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 okay it's kind of the equivalent of like bowie and jagger or mccartney and jagger or like these people that are the same realms different hemispheres and they can either compete or they can collab. Yeah. And sometimes they do both at the same time. So, and it's interesting because Kendrick and his producer, Kamazi Washington, mm-hmm. are an incredible duo, just like Taylor and Jack are. And so it's really fun to watch these two artists grow with their producers who have their own things and their own side gigs. Kamazi Washington is one of the yeah. biggest, brightest, most interesting voices in jazz. And what he has done to bring jazz into relevancy for kids is incredible what he i just saw him at the montreal jazz fest unbelievable he's phenomenal Mm -hmm. and he actually is in um i believe based out of la and really works with kids on getting their music in and getting jazz in and making them understand the fundamentals that jazz music can create rap music or can create pop music Mm -hmm. and it just feels very synergistic to what taylor and jack do so i just love this if if you can learn how to use the tools, there's no avenue you can't turn to. Well, and it keeps jazz from becoming irrelevant. Yeah, it, it's. I was it's so I, I'm I'm in love with this podcast today. I was oh. listening to an interview with uh, Andre Andre Three Thousand. Yeah, and the last album they did in about two thousand four two thousand five was speaker box slash the love below it was Which a double amazing album. they both were kind of doing again like their own thing and collabing so it was a, a weird like fissure structure of like big boys doing his album andre's doing his album but then they both jump on each other's tracks the last one they did as a team as outcast was for their film Idlewild, and then it stopped and big boy kept rapping he was doing his own thing and andre all you just kept seeing him do was like jump onto other artists' songs. He did songs with the Gorillas. He did songs with other rappers. He, and it was just like, he, why aren't you going to see yours? Why aren't you going to see yours? Like, if you look at his Spotify page, all of the top tracks right now that aren't uh, Outcast are featuring Andre. Mm-hmm. There's nothing of his own. And a, he did an interview like a year or so ago, and it was like, why don't you do your own music and stuff? Like, you're doing instrumentals, you're doing these things, why don't you do your own? He's like, 
Well, let's break down hip hop. The first part of it is hip. And hip is young energy. And it's this swagger that comes with it, this charisma. And I'm just letting you know right now, like this is the age I'm at in my life. This is my thing. I don't have the confidence to do that right now. Like I, I, I could try, but part of it would be like, wouldn't it be weird if this old guy came out and was doing his thing? It's not really hip anymore. Maybe it's just more commercial. Maybe it's just more, even if the passion's there, even if the art is there, it's this weird thing of like what stands the test of time right? versus, I mean, when you think Johnny Cash, you can think him in his last album hurt and doing these covers. And it's like, it's kind of prolific, but most of the time you think of young Johnny Cash, rebel country outlaw. Dolly Parton. She's getting ready to reinvent herself. Yeah. She's going to do a rock album. And it's, it's going to sell. I'll buy it. But it's like, what, what does stay? What lasts? Like this song for me, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, so I've never had to search it out. Yeah. And it's like, this is, this is really cool. I could see this going for more than just like being a novelty song or a cool little crisscross. It's funny because critics hate this song. Yeah. Well, what do critics know? Are the critics listening to the remix version or the regular version? They've done both. The regular version doesn't hit anywhere near as hard as this does. Mm Mm-mm. When you say, mm-mm, is it because you've heard it before? Uh, have you been to our Taylor Swift dance parties? This is what we play. We don't play the other one. Oh, you play this? This is what we play, yeah. Mm. I don't think you've heard, I mean. I don't maybe think I I've, have. I don't remember even hearing the song before today. I mean, may, let's just, we're going to hit pause maybe real I, quick. Maybe I didn't show up at the uh, <laughs> event that early or something. Maybe I have heard just Taylor's Bad Blood and the instrumental right, just didn't. Hold on. We're going to hit pause real quick just so you can hear how different they are. Okay. You do the same thing. This is the 1989 Just Taylor. 25. Now that you've heard, I don't want to call it the boring version, but the the unmixed version. Never have I ever been in uh, this podcast and simultaneously really enjoying something and really hating something at the same time. Yeah. No, I always said I was, I was in love with today's podcast. Thank you for bringing me back to my <laughs> cynicism and my negativity. You're welcome. That That's is, what I'm here for. Like exercise the demon that is a terrible <laughs> oh. I don't, uh, uh. yeah the, the remix version definitely hits much bigger and wider Absolutely. than the original uh i agree that a hundred percent that's why i stacked the deck on that one well we appreciate that kate yeah, and you're uh very welcome. we applaud you for uh, looking out for both of us yeah we uh we uh salute you for your bravery <laughs> and your uh taking one for your, the team here your cunning uh uh strategy i mean you know I love a petty Taylor. Like, I am here for Taylor being petty. And this is actually a song she wrote about, allegedly, another pop star. Which pop star? Katy Perry. Um, I forgot they had that little beat. Yeah, Katy Perry did not go on tour. So Taylor hired Katy's dancers. Katy then decided she wanted to go on tour took her dancers back and Taylor was mad. Taylor and Katie both also dated John Mayer. Just all very, but they're fine now. They made up in the lover era. It's all good. But Katie wrote a diss track back called Swish Swish. And after that, she never had a hit again. You tell me the Swifties don't know what they're doing. You guys got some bad blood. Mm -hmm. Don't come for our queen. It is. Okay. So it's so you're just okay. So the Taylor Swift fans can be Karens. Whoa! And they can cancel. No, somebody. we didn't cancel her. We just stopped listening. Okay, but I just I would like to understand this then. If 
a Karen. I am not a Karen. So in the Venn diagram of people that are fans of Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, there is a lot. There was a larger midsection of both versus the amount that would be in one or the other. Like, yeah, I mean, Taylor, so- Taylor eclipsed the Katy Perry fans and pulled all of her fans, and they all said no more Katy Perry. Well, no, not all of them, but some of them. And she's never had a number one hit since. No, I learned that on TikTok last week. And it has nothing to do with the fact of her own album creations or her career tra- trajectory, which went to like The Voice and TV shows and American I don't think Idol. she did The Voice. She was, she's on like American Idol or something. She was, yeah, she was I think on she's on American shows. Idol. I, I'm not saying it's because Swift fans canceled her. She's still got a career. People still listen to her music. I just but think it's, it's just funny. Thinks, I just think it's because she's not Lizzo and she can't really play a flute on stage. Fair. I also think it was a terrible song and everyone went, eh. That tends to happen when you're an artist and you make something that the the people don't like. They don't necessarily want to buy it or view it or listen to it. Unless you're a Swifty. Yeah. And we just buy it sight unseen. I think she had some like fireworks song at one point. Yeah, that was. It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 I remember being in a hotel room in Paris and we had a video channel and it kept playing that on repeat. Yeah. yeah. Was that pre or post Swish Swish? Pre. Pre? Okay. Yeah, that was pre Roar. roar. Roar! Roar! Now you're gonna hear me roar. Yeah. Just to avoid getting sued. Thank you. But yeah, this uh this song. I mean, can you imagine? Taylor's so mad. She writes this like big song about it, remixes it, and then spends a boatload of money to create a music video for it with all of her best friends at the time. Not having seen it, but understanding this is uh, twenty, let's say twenty three year old, twenty two year old Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, totally. Twenty four, twenty three, twenty four. I can see her blowing. Oh yeah, the big ones. So fun. Make more money in the long run. So fun. Yeah. Such a great video. Uh, Taylor, Petty Taylor. Petty Taylor. Tom you Petty guys like Taylor Petty Taylor. Taylor? You liked Better Than Revenge. I like Techno Taylor. You like Vigilante. You like this one. Jason loves dressing for revenge. Cat eyes sharp enough. Mm-hmm. Now the FBI is here. So, did was uh, band aids don't fix bullet holes in the original? Or yeah. Was it only the, okay. <laughs> Not here. I'm gonna just assume and be them to fighting words. Them be fighting words. I'm gonna just you ass- say sorry just for show. <sighs> now you live with them ghosts. Mm-hmm. Not my problem. We got bad blood. Mm-hmm. Then karma comes along. Karma comes along, and it's like you're playing The Sims, and you've locked the person in the room with no doors, and now they're, yep, I get it. it it's you, you, you act like you're. Yeah, you, you, you say you're sorry. You, you didn't mean to, but it's so. Yeah, it, I. It's funny how I'm like I resonate, and I really enjoyed earnestly and honestly a year and change ago. I really like shake it off. And now it's like the things and emotions that I was like very hesitant and against. And then like, those are the songs I'm like, yeah, I like that song though. I like that. Did they ever do a remix of Shake It Off? No, Taylor hasn't. But I would strongly recommend listening to the screaming uh, females saying Shake It Off. Yeah, Sam's got all sorts of Shake It Offs that you can can shake it to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's. Was this a hit for her? The song, the fans like it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, does she ever do the remix in concerts? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Does this she, was in the nineteen eighty nine tour. She remixed it with um, another song in Reputation. Should have said no. 
would, would, debut. would somebody come out and do the Kendrick part? Would she do the Kendrick part? I think they just piped it in. It, mm. This was a this tour was a while ago. <laughs> I did, don't really remember. It was did 10 Ken, years did ago. Did Kendrick ever come out on like one of the dates just to like surprise the audience? I think so. I think so. I'll have to look through that. I don't remember. That might be good. To, yeah. To know. Mm. We'll look into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. When I saw her at Gillette for this show, she had Walk the Moon on. That was really fun. Walk the moon. That band they said, I uh, shut up and dance with me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's another one I got confused with called Walk the Earth, who's like this cover band, but they do unconventional instrumentals on everything, and they just keep popping up on my phone for some reason. I can't imagine how your algorithm will lead you to that. Can't either. I have no it's idea strange. why. Maybe it's because I was listening to Snarky Puppy followed by Wu-Tang, and it's like, well, you might like this. <laughs> All right, sure. And the yes. Yeah, 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 yes, baby. Yeah. Who, when I was driving through Canada, I was like, oh, it's surprising that not, no Taylor Swift on the CBC Top 10. Come to find out, and you're, you're like, yeah, it's because the album just came out. They did the polling up until this Thursday. Wait until next week. And then CBC Radio is like, yo, listen to Taylor Ellison. Blowing. Anti-hero. Like, I think three songs got knocked off of it real hard. Yeah, 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 were on there, like, with another debut album. Like, all these people were on there that I was like, I've never heard any of these people. This is awesome. I feel a little bad for Carly Rae Jepsen and Megan Trainer because their albums are fantastic, and I've listened to them each once. I was like, "Oh, these are great," and then I just—I'm sorry, you okay over there? Oh yeah, I was just looking for my cap. <laughs> yep. So she so just sorry. Jepsen released on the same day as Midnight and Megan right? Trainer, and both of them had announced that they're releasing it on that date before Midnight's was released. Yeah, but I mean, they're not Adele. Right. But Taylor had announced that she was releasing an album and Adele was like, mm, I actually want that date. Taylor moved hers up. They had options. Their record company should know better. They should have absolutely known better. Suicide like, by You got to wait like a month after her. They should have come out the week before, taken the wins. Megan probably would have got the number one with her new song. They That was bad marketing. They should be mad at their record label. Because mm. mm. the minute Taylor said Midnight's is coming out, they should have been like, okay, well, um, no. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's like Taylor didn't want to compete with Adele. I would love to see a couple of these major individuals drop albums on the exact same day, like Adele, Taylor, and someone else that's that big. And like see, a Beyonce? Yeah, and see who, who's got the bigger clout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who's got I, the bigger group of individuals willing to buy four albums and a piece to make it a clock. I feel like Adele would probably not hold her own in that trio, but I'd be interested to see what would happen between Beyonce and Taylor. Mm. I think I Beyonce just, would kind of pull it harder. I think the Queens of Pop would be like, really, it'd be a cat fight. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I have no idea how that would. Taylor's fans are more, I think maybe a little bit more daily engaged and mobilized than Beyonce's are mm -hmm. because Taylor lets people in more. Beyonce really doesn't. But I think part of that's the allure and it's like, what is she going to do next? What's going to happen next? Well, when yeah, you find yeah. out it's going to happen. You're there. Yeah. I mean, there's two sides. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think Adele, I think she'd be like a spoiler for one of them. Adele would be like, well, now that I live in Beverly Hills, which my is three more homes. expensive. It's more, London was too expensive. Now Beverly Hills is too expensive. I'm moving to Sri Lanka. I'm moving. 
I mean, I just Adele's albums are emotionally terrorizing, so you have to. Hello. <laughs> From the other side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Let's bring whoa, it back. Whoa. Let's bring it All back. Right, you folks. guys, where you have to talk about Taylor. <laughs> All right. We've not done a whole lot of that today. We, we ca- we ca- I think that's why you're enjoying this podcast so much. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, Sam, was this a bop? Uh, this was... Um, mm. If this was a blood type, it was B positive. <laughs> it's bop positive? It's bop positive. I'm giving this track a 9 out of 10. Yeah. And, Whoa. And neither one of us are universal recipients. And I have not heard this song before at all. You both have heard this song. You just weren't paying attention. I, I think I just showed up late to the event where I may not have heard it. We were engaged. We were, uh, it's very clockwork RNG here at the podcast. Yeah, I, mean, I was working, the the, I was working co-check that night. So I didn't, I don't remember <laughs> hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just training me for when we go to the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> you guys will be fine. So what do you, th- Oh no, th- this is, it was great. Cause it, it's, it's interesting when you see two artists trying to do something, but it's, it's not quite in either of their wheelhouse, but they're going to make it happen. Yeah. Kendrick who gets to be way more, uh, liberal with the lyrics, but at the same point, He's still pushing the story that he wants to push in this, yeah. and it's fitting. It's not. It, none of it seems uncomfortable. You can I, tell when somebody's performing uncomfortably. On I record. feel like for them, because Taylor goes, the Grammys either love her or ignore her, mm-hmm. and Kendrick's like, I get all the nominations, but I never win any of the big categories. Right. So it's like you know what? We're joining together. Yeah. It, Dear Grammys, we have bad blood. Taylor, at this point, I'm going to say is going to be like the 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 higher. She's got the higher bank account. Uh, oh yeah, and bank rolling at this moment. Well, but it didn't feel like Disney putting ears on the Simpsons or something. No, it didn't feel like that. I mean, Kendrick's got what three albums? Uh at this point at in this, time, yeah. I mean, yeah, Kendrick is. I mean, Taylor's at this was Taylor five. Yeah, let's see, Kendrick. Fun fact for you, when Kendrick Lamar releases an album, the Golden State Warriors win the championship, the yeah. NBA championship. Very true. Very true. We've had this wonderful discussion. Yeah. Uh, it's the th- Yep. So this was his third album. Yeah. Time. So, you know, about like fairly close and mm-hmm. he's. Yeah. Because before that he had Good Kid, Bad City. Mm-hmm. That was a great album. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, what a. My poor Spotify in 2014. It was like, mm-hmm. Kendrick, Taylor. Taylor and Kendrick. Perfect. What a marketing move there on Miss Swift's behalf. Well, this is two in a row for us. No, 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 no. You guys forgot for our listeners at home. Oh, yeah. We time traveled one week. We time traveled. So you hated last week's song. We are Mary's song. Two Ugh. out of three. Two ain't, out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. What was that song? Two out of three ain't bad. Oh, uh, Meatloaf. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Stop right there. Bang, right, bang, right. bang. <laughs> Saw this coming a mile away. Okay, so we should roll that uh, dead girl's dice. Let's. <laughs> Sorry, chill. <laughs> All right. All right, we're rolling the, the Jilly P dice. We're going to do an album. Album 10? That's back to midnights. That's back to midnights. Okay. All right. One through 20. All right. Let's listen to Cool Beats to Study to featuring Taylor Swift. And it's 
Song number one. Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze. Um, which I think when we were listening to it, somebody asked afterwards, maybe it was a day or two later, if it was a Lavender Haze <laughs> reference. Is it a Lavender Haze reference? Well, we'll have to find out. Snoochie Doochie. Oh, God. All right. I'm Kate. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure that you have subscribed, followed, told your friends, reviewed our podcast anywhere that you stream your podcast or follow us on the socials. Give us a, a five-star rating. Give us a review. Tell us uh, why you think I'm wrong. Tell us why you know Kate is correct. Yeah. yeah. What you think of Jason, whether he's grumpy or not. Yeah. I'm never grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with Lavender Haze off Midnight's. We'll see you next week. <laughs>